Hey everyone, and welcome back to an amazing episode of The Good Creator Show. This is one of my favorite things to do, where I get to chat with uh, content creators, people who work in influencer marketing, and sort of unpack their journeys. And today, I have one of my favorite people, Dolly. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank Can we you give her a round of applause? And what I love about this is that this is an immersive podcast, so we have a live audience that gets to ask all the questions that go on through your mind when you're listening to someone. So please don't hesitate at any point. You want to raise your hand, ask a question, jump in, the mic will be passed to you, and then you will be part of this journey with us. So Dolly, first of all, congratulations on all your success. Thank you, thank you. And I also have to say that, you know, it, it feels so good to have a live audience because I feel like working on social media, you kind of get lost and you only see like these virtual conversations happening. Yeah. So to see actual faces like smiling and you know such beautiful people it's nice i love it and that's one of the things i realized because i'm actually writing my second book called under the influence and it's really on this topic that we have to unsee the numbers and see the people because we just look at that number count of likes and followers but we don't think of them as human beings anymore yeah and so even not. if 10 logo ne comment kiya i'll be like are sirf 10 logo ne comment kiya but in a room if you have like 10 people it feels so good so yeah. a round of applause for all of you for coming out today and helping us unsee the numbers and see the people. Uh, so first of all, let's just go right back to the beginning. You know, I remember running into you in Delhi so many times. You're always so nice and warm. How did your whole content journey start? And of course, I was stalking your Instagram today and I, I came across this really cute post where you you did a, I was like, kitne brands ka promo kiya hai? I finally done one for Raj and Raj, which is so cute. So tell me how this whole started for you i think you know i call it like a, a happy mistake yeah. um, like a happy accident you know how bob ross calls it yeah, same yeah. things i think see from when i was a kid i always wanted to be on television i think the only thing i did was study and watch tv i didn't really go out much or do much you know uh, and in the hills you know it also gets dark very early all of that yeah so i would watch tv a lot and i remember just being so obsessed with television and being on television in some way or form yeah. i would also always be jealous of all the child actors you yeah. know like when i would look because i would be like i want to be there why am i not there but i was also pretty aware of first where i was coming from my financial situation i was so far away from bollywood mm. and the fact that i was just like you know the way i look this that and i was so insecure and underconfident and everything mm. right mm. so and especially when you look at television you would say like oh my god only gorgeous people go there you know they look a certain way and they yeah. feel a certain way and i definitely don't so you're gorgeous though yeah now i know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at that point i just felt like yeah. it's never going to happen so mm. i think growing up i just you know this kind of this ambition or this passion kind of faded away in the background i also mm. never did anything about it because i was so underconfident so yeah. I, it's not like i i was going out to do some plays or theater or something else because i was just so insecure in my body that i was like nobody people are going to judge me if i go on stage and they'll be like shakal dekhi apni you know yeah. So um, I never tried anything, and then I think you know you get in the groove of life. You're like, okay, I'll get a job. I'll study hard. I'll do this, that. So what money. did Dolly think she was going to be when she grows up? I don't know. I think yeah. I had this intense fear of getting married. Yeah. I knew that you know I come from a family where the girls were married very quickly, mm. like early twenties or like if you're twenty five, twenty six, that's like the max age mm. you have to be married. Like if, yeah, if yeah. you don't get someone, the family will get someone. So I knew that my only ambition was at that point just to have fun just to like kind of study make some money because I knew after some point I'll just be married off 
Yeah. So all I was imagining, like I didn't even dream after that, you know, age. I thought that after that, I'm my husband's property. You know, I don't know what I will be doing with my life. He'll decide for me. Yeah. So I actually never had those kind of dreams. I was being too real about these things and I was too scared. And then I came to Delhi for my college. I knew for a fact that I have to get out of that small town to, you know, do something because the opportunities lied in those big uh-huh. cities. And I came to Delhi. I studied political science, didn't work out. Uh, obviously, I studied it for, you know, just randomness. Yeah. I needed my father to be able to send me. Then I studied fashion because fashion was something I was mm. always passionate about growing up. Uh, and I felt like that was something I needed to do. I also had a fashion blog called Spill the Sass. That's how I met you. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, and the love bugs were a big inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> Shireen is right here. And uh, yeah, so all of that was happening. But even after doing that fashion management course, I was still feeling a little lost. Mm. I didn't know what I was really, I, what I wanted to do. Because even in that job, you needed to sit behind a computer and do that. And I was like, I get it. Like people do this and it's great money. But I don't see myself being able to do that. Yeah. Um, and. And then I joined IDVA as just, you know, an intern because the college required you to do an internship and I did the internship in styling and I think I enjoyed that. They offered me a job which I took up even after getting paid peanuts because I was like, I think my heart lies there. These people are nice. This space Mm. is nice. And the moment I joined them within one week of my full time, you know, uh, job, we got into that contract of making videos and it came out of nowhere. We we were not ready. We had no actors, no producers, no directors, no cameramen, nothing. And then we built from scratch and since we didn't have any budget, so we were all the girls who were writing, all the girls who were styling, everybody was just, you know, thrown in front of the camera and we were just made to do videos. We didn't even have scripts, we would just like ramble on camera and then I would, I was the producer, so I, would, I became the producer later yeah. on, so I would like, edit them, you know, to the T, like only keep the meaty bits and the funny bits. And I think people started picking it up. Yeah. Um, and some of the properties obviously, you know, went viral, the South Delhi girls or the Raju Ki Mummy and that's how I and they're think. like so iconic as characters and I think yeah. you know all the things you said so many people are just nodding their heads <laughs> yes. saying yes I know and that's the number one thing right I'm so that from the beginning ki, there's no way I can do this so I would even try but yeah. it's so great to see now you see like almost like 50 million influencers yeah, uh, exactly. nano micro creators and I love that everyone's trying and you know what you said is so true don't let anyone tell your sunshine and say ni abs in yoga. Like yeah. you leave it. It used to be that also, way. Also a lot of times we yeah. do it to ourselves. When Always. I was making those videos, yeah. even though they were working well, yeah. I somehow felt like, oh, this is not me. Yeah. <laughs> I am too polished. I am fashion, you know. I was not reposting those videos. I was like, let Ideva post them. I don't care. But when obviously when the audience was loving it, I was like, you know what? Maybe it has something. Maybe I need to let go of this feeling and that you feel have. it. And yeah. Because I'm, enjo- I'm clearly enjoying it. I'm yeah. clearly loving being in front of a camera. I, I was thinking about this because when I started blogging, we used to, I used to write my blog for the love of writing my blog. I'd publish it and be done. And yeah. then if somebody wrote a comment, you're like, wow, so nice. Yeah. But they, I would never worry the next day that, okay, I've put up this piece of content. Now public will judge how good it is based on how many likes and views it got. That never yeah. used to cross my mind. It didn't used to be like that. And now I feel we have to worry, worry more, not about... How many, like, we are, I'm not as worried about how many comments and likes I get as I'm worried about what other people will think about how many likes and comments I've got. You know, like That's the so world, true. it's a crazy so thing. True. It's become yeah. this. And I realized, you know, if it doesn't really bother me. And so I've actually actively gone and turned off being able to see people's likes and comments and yeah. turned off mine because I'm like, that's not where I want my eyes to go first. I don't want that to be the first judge. And I think what's amazing and, and you know, first of all, I mean, I hope people have gone and seen Thank You For Coming because <laughs> I absolutely loved it. And you did such a great job. And I think what's amazing about it is 
you know, what, what, I, what I wrote in my review as well, it's so nice to see real people playing relatable, like relatable people playing relatable characters. Yeah. But you know, I think the big question that all the creators in the room probably have is how do you make that leap from being, you know, that person who had so much self-doubt, but then getting out there, getting that first foot in the door, how do you make that trajectory? And you know, sometimes people, that little voice in your head says, nee, give it up, go do something else, yeah, yeah. Kar lo, whatever. Was there any point in your mind where you're like, okay, I'm gonna set myself a deadline on uske baad I'll give up? Or you know, like, I mean, let's talk about what are the tough things that you have to deal with as well, because you talk a lot about mental health as well. Yeah. I think it's so easy for us to sit here and say, everything is amazing and I love what I do. <laughs> but the hard stuff is the stuff that we really need to help people get through, but not in a, in a, in a sad way, you know, yeah. in, a, in a good way. In a good way, yeah. yeah. I think the deadline that I remember having was my father giving me the deadline when I joined Ariva that you have one and a half year and then either you find someone or we'll find someone right. and you'll get married. That was it. How yeah. old were you then? I must be 25. 25. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. for them it was like, now Outside. you're ready. Yeah. Okay, everybody's <laughs> saying it. So you're yeah. ready, we must marry you off. Yeah. So I think that deadline definitely was something that I was, you know, afraid of and I was just like, oh my God, it's catching up. And thankfully, I don't know, you know, I sometimes also feel it's sometimes the universe really helps you. I think in that in that one and a half year things, literally my life changed um, and I started making content and earning, you know, a different kind of money. Um, and I think financial independence, especially for women, is so important. The moment mm -hmm. you have your money in your hands, then like the moment I started earning I was like, okay, Papa, I don't care about your deadline now. <laughs> you, I'm stay, anyway staying away from my parents, so it was easy for me to do that. Yeah. But I was like, bye, <laughs> I'm not coming home. You know, and they would do it on the phone calls also. That is, I would avoid going home oh, because yeah. I knew those conversations would it come sounds. up. But I think slowly we also sometimes forget that our parents are also growing up. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, what they want is for you to be happy and yeah. be successful. Yeah. Um, so when they saw that and when I think for them, the society, what the society says also really matters. So initially they had inhibitions about the videos that were going up. But but when people started coming to them and telling them, oh, you know, we saw your daughter's video. She's so funny. Mm. That's when they were like, oh, if the public is saying Says. it, then it must be good. Yeah. And then they opened up to that idea. And that's so how you now make they're the okay. Like I love that they were at the premiere watching. Thank yeah. you for coming. Which is a big deal and they were so happy and proud like everyone it was interesting because I had so many conversations with people saying that I wonder what a lot of people said I wonder what the girls parents think yeah this cast yeah. I'm like look at them beaming they seem yeah. pretty happy about this but did you have to like warn them at all about the content of the film <laughs> yeah. so I think my family we work in a way where you know I just do things and I'm like we'll handle it later <laughs> yeah, smart. We'll, we'll, I think yeah. everybody has their own family dynamics how they do we, a lot of times Indian families we don't have conversations we no, just like yeah. we'll see we'll react you know things will react we'll fight we'll, we'll handle it so with this uh, film also and I think I'm, I'm grown up I'm at an age where I don't need to ask, ask this yeah. I don't need to ask for permission if I mm. feel like I'm adult enough. Yeah. So when I saw the script, all of that, I think it was, I felt it was cool. I, the con kind of content I make is also on the same line. So I, it didn't feel very, oh my God, shocking for me. Mm -hmm. um, so I did the film. I knew when the trailer would come, my mom would have something to say, but she didn't really say anything. She was actually very happy sharing it like multiple times. And then, um, and then for the movie, of course, I, I had my inhibitions. You know, I was telling people that it is a family watch, but it depends on what kind of family you come from. Now, if, you, if your family is really concerned conservative definitely you can't watch it yeah. with your family but if your family is chill about these things then you can go ahead I was obviously like I come from a different kind of family so I was like okay I'll see how my parents react I knew that they'll maybe sit 
nicely, <laughs> not say anything, but say nice things about my performance and move on. Yeah. Because they're genuinely happy. But I was so surprised they were sitting right beside me and they were involved. Like my mother was gasping and, <laughs> and literally saying things like, Are yaar, you know, and I was just <laughs> Who are you? And even my father, like he would say mm. sweet things like, Isme kitne sare purane gaane use kiye hai na? Tumne bahut achcha hai. I was like Cute. so sweet. Yeah. So um, I have to give them credit. They've you know evolved as human beings. Yeah. And I was surprised to see their reaction. And my mom said this one thing also. Okay, soch badi honi chahiye. So uh, I told people that go watch it. Of course, you don't have to go watch with your family. If you feel like feel uncomfortable, just go watch the film. I think it's a beautiful film. Um, and I think in terms of you know doing the sleep and all of those inhibitions, I think I also have to say that you know internet can be a really bad place sometimes and really make you feel insecure and give you multiple things to worry about. But I have to give it to the internet. At least in my first few years, internet gave me so much love. Even with my body, when I used to do my spill the sass videos on YouTube, nobody cared. Yeah, that's why I could do that skinny shaming video and yeah. and finally come into my own. And you know, even with my teeth, like when I first would do fashion photos and all, I would not smile. Yeah, or do that fashion face. Yeah. Um, and with my videos also, but people started saying your teeth are so nice. Yeah, I love it. It's so much personality. Yeah. I have the same thing because I have like one crooked tooth, and I would always do this weird duck smile. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, you know. But I think it takes time. It takes time, to but get the, there, yeah. the people on the internet really helped me because yeah. they would say sweet things, and then I was like, okay, but why do I care so much then? Yeah. If they like it, then I should like it. It's yeah. my smile. Yeah. And that's when I opened up and really started smiling. Okay, because I used to smile like this. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah. One of my ex-boyfriends was also like, why is your smile downwards? Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I don't, I've always, you know, you know, it's so funny because I've seen this journey over the last 15-20 years, even when I was writing the column. There's it was it took people some time to understand content creators, influencers, whole vibe. Um and what I you know I consistently told people is that we're the one stop shop, like you said, edit, shoot, do your own makeup, do your own like there's no machinery yeah. around it. Yeah. And I think, you know, Sonan Kapoor said it really well. She said there's a whole machinery, it takes an army and a village to do for us to look a certain way, but with influencers, you have to do it yourself. I know now we like to be called content creators, the same thing. Um, but, you know, what's amazing is that, you know, when you see all of you guys who are creators in the film, it just feels very much like you're just playing yourself to some degree. How much of the, how much did you feel like you had to learn acting per se? Or how much of it felt like acting and how much of it felt like, oh, I'm just doing another bit for my Instagram? I'm asking I, this because I know there's a lot of people who want to make that leap and wonder, yeah, okay, I'm a creator, yeah. but can I become an actor? See, sometimes we get that question, sometimes we get that question so much that, <laughs> oh my God, why, why is every content creator becoming actor? Why do they all have to become actors? I just sometimes feel, why are you so shocked? Because, you know, the fact that we make these videos, especially the ones who make comedy, comedy or skits yeah. Yeah. or any kind of, you know, acting in that sense, I feel like it's genuinely the next step for us. We yeah. want to do it on a bigger plat platform, right? On a bigger screen. Yeah. Um, and maybe we always had the acting ka kida, which is why we have been making these videos, <laughs> you know. Um, so I think it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a very natural step forward. And I think, um, of course, it felt like we were playing ourselves or something, or it's easy, but I feel like it's so, like my first day on set, I remember like when we were shooting my show, I was so frozen because I didn't know what to do because you're used to just shooting yourself with a tripod on a camera and then there's like 200 people, people on a set, yeah. you know, involved yeah. doing multiple things and everybody's waiting for your cue. And I was just frozen. I didn't know what to do. 
uh, and I remember my director kind of giving up on music. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so from then, I've obviously learned a lot. I've done few, a few workshops where I've learned acting. Yeah. Even for this film, we did like multiple rounds of audition, and we did a 20-day prep, you know, workshop with someone yeah. who built our characters. We did our backstory, all of that. So uh, I'm glad that you said it felt like I was playing myself, but it was genuinely like really hard because the character is different. Different, yeah. Um, she obviously, you know, she's a girl, so I, it's easy to play that way. But she has her own quirks and this and that. Yeah. So to learn that, how to change yourself yeah. around that, um, behave that way, and make it feel as natural as you possible. You did it I think so it was, well. We have to give that <laughs> a huge shout, especially you know, again, like, and that's exactly why I brought it up. Is that you made it look easy even when it's not. Yeah. And that's why I think everyone needs to give themselves credit for all the things you do, whether you're putting up a, a makeup tutorial or anything. Like we all know, like we take 27 takes of walking into a, yeah. like, you know, like somebody <laughs> will come in the way. So it's not easy. And you know, as much as it's people might easy. be constantly mocking, yeah. but it's work and you should never let anyone, you know, dull you down for it. Hold your head up high. Exactly. The other thing that I really love about you know, this whole group of yours that I think formed from IDIVA, whether it's you, Kusha, Komal. I, I love that, Ankush, I love that all of you guys have this great camaraderie together. Oh, yeah. And I think I'd love to hear a little bit about what that equation is like and how do you feel for each other? Because, you know, it's very easy to make that narrative. And I've heard this about Bollywood that everyone's fighting and everyone is jealous <laughs> of each other and all of that. See, all of us have a little bit of a green monster in us about everything once in a while. Yeah. But I think having that group of people who knows exactly how you feel about stuff is so important. So I'd love to hear from you about your relationship with all of them and, and you know, how they support you and how you support them. I think the best part about all of us was that we we were friends before we became creators. So mm. it was a much easier transition because we were all in the same boat, trying <laughs> to learn the same things, crying about the same things, you know, every day. Um, I think that has really helped our friendship and just each other because, mm. you know, anytime I feel a certain way, I have anxiety about certain things, I call them up or we meet and discuss those things. And, you know, uh, if one of us is down, we'll just pull the other one up. So it's just the relationships between all of us have been very nice that way. We always hype each other up and, yeah. you know, it's so beautiful beautiful to see that and I think people don't I don't know how it used to be back then but especially with girls like I feel like that if you really find good girlfriends in life there's nobody that will hype you up or cheer you better than them that's true like they're your biggest cheer I mean, some of the stuff that I love watching most especially for you and Komal is just your fun outtakes yeah. from your videos I can watch those on repeat and it's so fun and real and you're really having a good time yeah. uh, before we move to audience questions because I get to have all the fun and ask the questions but I know everyone always has a little question in their mind. And I also feel this is an opportunity for you to learn to do what I do because I've made a career out of asking other people questions also. Uh, but I also love that you're low-key an entrepreneur. You launched your own brand. Tell us about that. I worked with a brand called Rad Living and we made candles. And, you know, I was initially getting requests to do merch and this and that. And of course, you know, it's great. Um, but I just felt like it was not a natural progression for me. Hmm. I just felt like I don't know if merch is my thing. Um, and then when the candle thing came around, it was also because of one of my videos that I did on candle names, you know, yeah. because we have such funny candle names these days. It's yeah. just become a thing. Candles in the last two years have become a new thing at, uh, again. So um, I made a funny video on that and a lot of candle brands reached out to me. And this brand that I worked with was a brand that I was honestly also shopping from because I love candles in general. Yeah. Um, and then I thought about it. Candles actually has been such a life, uh, you know, they've been present in all facets of my life because my mother used to make them wow. when I was growing up, like in our small house, she was a 
an entrepreneur herself making candles and selling it cool. to the vendors yeah. uh, my father still sells them on in his shop um so i felt like candles was something that just was close to my heart as yeah. a product and then i just got to have so much fun with it doing the names all that copywriting of the names the taglines um, doing the smell work you know <laughs> if this name is this the smell should Match. align with it so yeah. all of that was so much fun to do it took like a year but but it was really rewarding and i had a lot of fun i think the names are quite funny uh you know kaam kutti is one of my favorites so i just felt like i needed and i love gag gifts so i'm yeah. like if just if people Same. can give each other these as, as gifts amazing that's I it i love that so i had a lot of fun doing yeah. that and i also i just business i think you know women grew up in a way where finance is something that really scares us because we've never been like generations we've yeah. never been now is the time when we are making a lot of money but we don't know what to do with it you know so business or just these kind of ventures as a thing was really scary for me so it took a lot of time for me to just like get ready and get into those shoes and be like okay i think i can do this what if nobody buys them what's going to happen but i was like okay candles is something that i genuinely feel passionate about let me try and it went great, great. yeah it went great and people really loved them they would send me pictures of you know buying the, the candles that they bought and Uh, I felt very rewarded, and I also felt very confident as to do something next. Next, yeah, I love that. I love that you've dabbled in all sorts of things. Now let's get some meat and bones. Um, I think one of the questions everyone has and is driving all creators crazy these days: Is there a formula to follow? A formula for viral content, a time of day to post, how many times to post? Do you think about all this stuff, or do you do. just go with it? You do. I do sometimes, but I feel like now. After all these years, I've also kind of let go of yeah. these things. You know, there's obviously I'm thinking, okay, oh, abhi, uh, you know, this is the time when people would have left their office. Not the right time to maybe they're driving. You know, maybe not the right time to post. So all those few things I think about, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've kind of given up on the the formula. And there's no, I feel like there's no recipe for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. That I've given up on. Trying to find that recipe, I've yeah. given up on. Yeah. Um, because I feel like you just never know what will work. You make a video and you put like two months of hard work of writing and shooting and editing, doesn't work. You shoot a random video in your bathroom and it gets like five million views. <laughs> yeah. So you just never know what's gonna work. I think the only thing that I genuinely tell people is just to be consistent because I think that's also the hardest thing to be able to do to be consistent. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get new ideas. do something or the other every day and uh, and make videos and constantly churn out churn content out i content, think that's yeah. very difficult yeah. and i understand there's al- always quality over quantity but somehow the algorithm works in those ways what to do you just <laughs> have to keep doing something or the other you got to show up every day got to yeah. show up every day okay so my favorite part of this show is when we get voices from the audience that you can now hear so now we're going to let you ask your questions since we have a live audience of creators aspiring actors and talent and influencers so just raise your hand use this opportunity to make a shameless plug and introduce your instagram and ask your question please go ahead and raise your hands i see one very enthusiastic happy girl right there <laughs> i love her she's been smiling all smiling, the time i love it hello uh, so first of all i'm like getting very nervous okay both of you are someone i really look up to and i've been following you for quite some time and i max relate okay just because of everything i mean you're so real even on your instagram that we see and now that you are here in person even the whole teeth thing even i have like a you know malfunctioning tooth and all but all that is really cool because i get so much confidence from you from your content and i also started my like brand and all so it just gives me so much what is the brand uh, it's called jan by janvi and my name is janvi patak okay. i also create content but then again see my content creation i it's a little inconsistent and also i just wanted to know you know how that 
how should I go about it? You know, like how you went about it because it's so great that everyone's following you now and you're like you've achieved so much. And even with the whole candle making, you know, my first candle that I gifted my best friend because we're all so into candles was from Rad Living itself. Oh, really? And now that you're there, all of this just links up so well. Oh, thank you, Jani. Uh, but amazing, see whatever you're doing, you're already you already have a brand. You're making content. <laughs> you're already showing up for yourself a lot to be honest yeah. so just keep doing that i think you know that's what i was saying that consistency is so hard exactly. it looks so easy ke rose you know everybody yeah. says ki video to banana hai tumhe bas acha dikhna hai video banana hai aur kya it just takes so much work which people don't understand that's why i always tell them why don't you try you know so just keep trying think of new things that you can because doing everything together just like a one man army you know it's exactly it's that stuff. exactly so just give yourself a break also sometimes don't kill yourself <laughs> trust me i've done that for a few years i think yeah. i started i had to start therapy yeah to yeah, also yeah. realize that my work is not everything <laughs> correct you know correct. so just also try to find joy in other things yeah and do that and have a balanced life right. but just try to be consistent I'm as much as you shaking. can you have to make a video every day yeah i mean yeah. as much as your life allows you. correct correct yeah. thank you so much thank you shaking <laughs> so, cute. so cute okay hi dolly i think firstly i would like love to congratulate you because you're so amazing in whatever you've been doing all these years and i think most of us really look look up to you for whatever you're doing and being so real so my name is modita and uh, my instagram handle is moods of pan and my question is uh, very much related to this you know that have you ever struggled to be uh, so authentic and be real in what you do and how you you know maintain it so i think because in today's day and age it's the most difficult thing to do right yeah so it is yeah. it is uh, that's a very great question mr thank you so much uh, so initially when i started you know the, i obviously was inhibited but then the audience gave me so much love that i felt like i should share everything i also yeah. felt that honesty was something that was missing when i was growing up Yeah. like we had all the airbrushed models you know everything looked yeah. perfect they looked a certain way and that gave me so much insecurity growing up and everybody around me all the girls especially right um and so i genuinely wanted to be honest with my audience and tell them that this is how i look with makeup but this is also how i look without makeup just so you know you know um all of those things and i shared my family i shared everything that i was going through my mental health but to be very honest uh in the last 2 3 years i've also taken a step back mm -hmm. uh just because i feel like honesty and just being real with your audience is definitely important we must do that but there's some facets of your life that you should also keep private because internet has also become a little bit of a good and bad kind of place there's good yeah. factors and there's bad factors and you might want to keep something sacred so i've started to do a little bit of that also that kuch cheeze main chupa leti hu like for example when i used to go through anxiety and all of that i would share it right away you know i would mm. go through that and a lot of people would sympathize they would say nice things they would suggest nice things but some people would actually pick it up and troll me for it later yeah. and use my insecurities against me right so what i've started to do is not share that in that moment if i'm going through it i'll share it two months later when i'm already out of it and happy mm. <laughs> you know and i'll be like guys this is what i went through so if you're going through don't feel alone all of that um so i think being real and honest is definitely important but also i feel like definitely safeguard yourself yeah and see what all you can share because content content can be honest you don't have to put your life out there for people right yeah. if you for example if you make makeup content your makeup content should be honest what yeah. product you're using what you're not using if you're using any filter or not all of that should be there but you don't have to put your life on a platter yeah. for people to enjoy i think the rule of thumb which i've realized is 
you know, very often we look for a comment or something, somebody to make us feel better. But just the rule of thumb is that if you put it out there, you're going to get everybody's opinion. Right. So if you don't yeah. want anybody's opinion, then don't put it out there. But if you're willing to take the good and the bad, then put it out. Exactly. Because a lot of people make family content. Absolutely. It's just that if you're okay getting those kind of comments, then fine. I think I'm not so okay. Sometimes I get affected. Yeah. So I have I think acceptance constructed a wall. Yeah, exactly. Hi, my name is Mahek. Uh, so I have a music page with my twin sister and it goes by the name the musical duo Eminem. So one thing that I could really relate with is you started with Paul Science and then you know you switched over. So I have a finance background myself, <laughs> being a chartered accountant. So I've switched to like music. It's always been there, but music has now become more of a priority. So that is something I could really relate with you. What I wanted to ask is that when you post content, sometimes you put in a lot of effort and you don't get the kind of output that you know you expected from it. So you end up feeling a little low. So how do you deal with you know these kind of situations? What do you do? Like how do you push yourself to you know go ahead, come, create new content again? It does. It does feel like a heartbreak. You know, honestly, when you put a lot of effort, you write yeah. something, you do production and this that, and then it doesn't work. But I've also realized that you know you can't. This is out of your control. I think it's better to let go. Not to say that you should stop putting effort, because I genuinely like that. And of course, there are times when people appreciate that effort they really do they really come forward and be like oh my god you put so much heart and soul into this we love it um, you know they appreciate your work so I think I just hope that maybe next time when I do it it'll be there so that hope is alive and I, I feel like I want to give that effort to my work because I'm passionate about it that's all so don't let that die just because you're not getting enough engagement or love on some videos that you put a lot of effort in take your time if you want, you can also repost the same thing six months later. Content, you know, you can always rehash it. So, <laughs> take your time. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, and one of the things that I've realized when that happens is I, I spend more time on those fewer amount of people who commented oh, on it yeah. because, you know, at least they showed up. They showed up. And, you know, I think that we do ourselves a disservice that we'll reply to the angry comment and say, how could you? But all the people who've thrown so much love, we yeah. don't respond. Yeah. And I think that that's the opportunity is, and, and I've tried to do that when I used to feel, and you know, I felt it too, where you're like, oh, something is not performed and I work so hard on it or I put so much effort. Go into those comments and those people, those five people, even if they made that effort, go to their page and show them some love. It's yeah. like a pay it forward. It's called the helper's high. It really, really, it makes you feel good. What is it called? The helper's high. The helper's it's high. like a dopamine effect. Oh, you know sorry. how we get dopamine when you get a like or a comment? You get the same kind of dopamine when you make someone else feel good and they show their appreciation back. And how much you do that is completely in your control, which is the best part of it. Hi, uh, my name is Riddhar. I'm repping RCKC. Oh. Um, uh, I just wanted to ask, you've been a very, very successful creator. Now you're transitioning into shows and movies, which I, I've loved all of them. So is it scary or is it fun? Is it exciting? How has the transition really felt? Honestly, it's been very exciting. The transition has felt weird because you know we, we audition and we do this and that so while on the on one side the film like the industry is a little inhibited about us because they're like you know you make this kind of content up type ki roles karo, you know and like do like this two minute role and that's it that's all we'll give you uh, on the other side people are like Inko to free mein mila hoga. you know they have a following they must have gotten it for free they must have not done anything so there's all of that like going on both sides so it's a little weird to kind of manage that but I'm enjoying it also because I feel like I always wanted to do this so I'm just right now on cloud nine because 
the little kid in me really wanted to be on TV. So I'm on TV now. <laughs> For me, that's just like my dream come true, and I'm really enjoying it. And I felt like life took such a weird turn for me, and now I'm finally living my dream. I just want to make the most of it. So I'm enjoying it. I want to do more. I'm gonna write more, make more. Uh, I'm just looking forward to what's gonna happen next. So it's still not as easy, even if you're oh, a no. very famous content creator. No, no, no. It's not easy. I mean, see, you might get a few roles here and there. But you're not going to last if you're not a good actor. Audience will tell you to your face, right? You'll have blink and miss appearances which neither pay well nor is helping your career. You'll have to keep making content. So it's not like full transition you can do. You'll definitely not get a lead role because you're a content creator. So I think that you have to still work on. I'm still learning acting. Next November, May, I'm, I'm going to do a few more workshops, learn better, do better because I genuinely want to act more. And no producer director is going to keep giving you roles just because you're a content creator. एक दो बार दे देंगे कि ओ बिकॉज यू ह्यूज फैन फॉलोइंग कम प्रमोट आर मूवी यू नो अदरवाइज इट जस्ट आफ्टर दैट इट डाइज डाउन सो इफ यू हैव टू मेंट कीप डूइंग इट एंड कीप डू बिगर रोल्स आई थिंक दैट एफर्ट इज ऑब्वियसली रिक्वायर्ड थैंक यू थैंक यू फॉर सच अ वंडरफुल क्वेश्चन सो आई लव दिस काइंड ऑफ ऑडियंस एवरीवन इज लाइक रियली इन्वेस्टेड इन अंडरस्टैंडिंग द प्रोसेस हाय माय नेम इज आर्या एंड आई एम एन आउटस्टेशन स्टूडेंट टू मुंबई आई शिफ्टेड लास्ट ईयर एंड टुक मी अराउंड 4 टू 6 मंथ्स टू रियलाइज व्हाई मुंबई इज माय प्लेस एंड व्हाई आई बिलोंग हियर what was your moment and when was your moment that you realized this is your place to be this work is where you belong to be ah i think you must have also realized it from your gut right your gut tells you that this is what you're supposed to be doing this is where you're supposed to be i think with mumbai the whole work culture is so beautiful exactly it's so like everybody's so invested like you know you go on a set your spot dada is he's so invested in giving you water he's like pani 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 lenge aap I'm just like the passion they all have for their jobs no matter what they're doing is insane and I love that you know I think Bombay is so beautiful like that and I think in just terms of what I'm doing right now content I think you know it just had to happen and I enjoy content so much I love thinking of new characters and skits and writing them and bringing them to life and even edit you know I love editing so uh, I think your gut really tells you that you're supposed to be here because I remember be sitting behind that computer in my internship and being like oh my god I can't do this <laughs> I can't do this for my life. I must marry a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that hand went up really fast. <laughs> Hi, my name is Malika Jain. Oh, you're the twin. I'm the twin. <laughs> And my music page goes by the name the musical duo M and M. So I had a question. A lot of times in today's time, people go by the trends. So they make some content that's happening as per a certain trend. So what's your thought about the same? Should you follow the trend or like? just not be a part of that bandwagon there no i don't i i used to be very torn about it like initially when trends started happening i was like oh my god everybody's doing the same thing yeah that was the point um and i was very uptight about it oh i make original content you know uh but that doesn't help and honestly it, it's also a little little judgmental you know if people are making that content because they're enjoying it clearly that's yeah. why they're participating in it uh and trends do help because they they might get more audiences right yeah, um so what i have realized is a better way to go about it is have original content but also do a mix like have a balance of both yeah. and with trends what you can try to do is give your own spin to it do something different which which shows that oh this is these are the mnm girls they must have done something this is their page you know they uh, this is their kind of content like when i watch them i know this is them So if if people watch this content like oh this is because his dolly is like this now she must have done something stupid to this you know so so have your own x factor something unique about your content that people 
literally just like watch it and feel like oh this is it so trends you can keep doing but yeah. keep having a balance of unique content that is only your own which people associate with you where you're like okay this is my own this is my original thought this is what i'm going to make like i for example dolly i love how you do your entire uh, harry potter series <laughs> it's hilarious and it's just her own version of it right yeah. so it's interesting so like i think what she's saying is also just repurpose and create your version of yeah. a trend which i think i find yeah, that really fun yeah yeah even with dance trends and everything i've done a few times where i'm just like if you for example trending audios is what we all yeah. want to use yeah. right so just try to give a, something your own spin whether it's a funny spin sad anything like i did a girl math so girl math was going on in a funny manner then i did a very serious take on it so it depends basically but what i was request is that just just put your own personality to that trend yeah. that's it thank you thank you All right. So, one last question. Hi, my name is Siddhi, and Siddhi. I wanted to ask you, uh, how did your family first come across your video, and how did they react to it? Oh, by mistake. <laughs> first, by I mistake. didn't show them. Which one was In it? In fact, for the first thing they actually came across was my blog. No, so I used to wear like short clothes, not even like uh, short clothes. Yeah, अभी तो मैं ऐसे बैठी हूँ, but like um, back then they had problems with even you know sleeveless and stuff. So. they saw my blog spill the sass and someone showed the some neighbor showed them the photo and my mom is like why are you putting these pictures on internet you know tumne itne chote chote kapde pen ki photo hai dali hai and i literally said it's not me <laughs> what proof do you have and this is the time when they had those qwerty yeah. phones you know without yeah. the touch and everything so they couldn't really send it to me or anything so they were like nahi humne dekha unka main hui nahi मैं हुई नहीं मेरे जैसा कोई होगा मैं हुई नहीं एंड द नेम वाज़ स्पिल 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 द कुछ तो दिखा था अच्छा कर रही है you can buy them by their opinion 100% thank you that's amazing this has been so incredible and i always ask everyone on this podcast one question that i think is so relevant you're sitting here today uh, after having done so much accomplished so much already at such a young age and so much more to go um you know in my first book i wrote a letter to my 18 year old self and i told her so many things if your 18 year old self Oof. was sitting here right now what would you tell her yeah she would not be sitting here she's so introverted in <laughs> <laughs> bedroom mein baith ke ro rahi hogi but uh, i would really tell her i think when i was especially when i was a teenager i really you know malini i hated myself yeah i hated myself too much and i feel so bad now because i'm like oh god why did i do that to myself because it's so excruciating when you just don't like anything about yourself you mm. feel like everything is going down the drain you're not going to achieve anything and you're going to get married off to some random man and you know like have some weird life uh and you have no control over it so i i just want to tell her that it's fine you look fine your face is fine your body is fine it's serving you well it's healthy and just smile once in a while And show all your teeth when and you do it. And show all your teeth. <laughs> yeah. I click no pictures, you know, for like yeah. seven, eight years. I mean, I don't have pictures of uh, this age gap that I had because I was so uh, insecure and afraid of taking pictures. Crazy. And I think that this is a realization that I wish everyone just had a bit earlier because you have yeah. more time. But I'm to excited for life. the girls, you know. Like I have to yeah. say, like the girls these days, the generation. I get so excited watching them because I'm like, they know better. They yeah. do better. They are so confident and. just themselves you know everywhere and yeah. i love it they ask questions they revolt 
um, and they just like they don't take things as is. Yeah. They call things out, and I like I that. I absolutely agree. So we we have a community called Girl Tribe, and I'm sure some of the girls from here are there as well. And it's amazing because I think it's that empowerment has come from all the time that's been put in, but also just saying that you know what, this is not going to be enough. And I think yeah. one of the things that I love about, I mean, you know, I think the silver lining of how you felt about yourself uh, growing up is that you knew there was more. You just didn't know how to get there. Oh yeah. But yeah. now you are definitely on your way to much more than there, and we're so proud of you. Thank you for being here today. Please give her a huge round of applause for being, like you said, so fun, so real, so authentic. And might I say, I'm so proud. I've already, I've already seen so much maturity in you and the way you hold yourself and the way you speak, and you just so thoughtful. And I absolutely love it. And I have a little portly of my glam goodies for you. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it's for cute. the festive season. Mm. <laughs> um, but in case you would like to ask any more questions, please drop them in the comments, whether you're watching the video version of this podcast or you're listening to it. And make sure you let us know who you'd like to hear next. This is a series that we do where we get creators, people who manage talent, uh, everyone from the influencer ecosystem to come and talk about what's what. Thanks for listening and watching. Mm.